Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. This is episode 10 of the Let Me Introduce You podcast. I am Jen. This is Adarian. And we are talking about the injury gods. That was Adarian's title. I subtitled it Injury, Exercise, and Performance. The conundrum. (laughs) Why are you trying to throw me under the bus from get-go? Like... (laughs) Like, like, you know, I, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's the reason is injury gods is because we have folks out there um, that are preaching they can prevent injuries. That's like, you know, people prevention, they can, you know, uh, uh, fountain of youth, you know, that, you know, I can cure every disease under the world and everything like that, you know. And so you get to this thing where uh, they wait till somebody gets hurt and they go, I told you, I told you. And you go, you know, I've been, I, I did this a million times. Yes. So you were wrong one million times. And now you're trying to be right for one time? Like the odds are against you, but but we see it all the time, you know, about, you know, poor mechanics or poor this or poor that. Yeah. And these folks come out just like, I need, I got this, you know, I could have prevented that. No, you couldn't have. Right. Because you don't know why it happened in the first place. And I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, you think about even with movement, how we, we're still trying to understand movement. So if we yeah. don't fully understand movement, how can, how can you understand what caused an injury? Well, you can't, I don't think. So, and the, the data is say, actually, what's that? Let's not even say I think. Let's just go we know. <laughs> I would say I know. You can, you can, I, know a side, I know what you like. I know a side. Okay, that's cool. But I'm saying I know these dudes can't predict injuries. If they could, they wouldn't be happening. That's like the psychic hotline, you know? Why, if You're psychic, but you don't know I'm calling you? <laughs> you don't know why I'm calling you? What? Why'd you call? Uh, you, you know, you're the psychic, but you don't know why I'm calling you or what I'm calling you about. Now that you put it that way, it's not very good marketing. It's outstanding marketing. Because <laughs> the psychic, people making money off the psychic hotline. Ah. <laughs> uh. I well, got a warm not- feeling in my knee. That means that means that, <laughs> that I'm going to church Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to church on Sunday. How'd you know? You just told me. <laughs> uh, before we dive into this too far, I figured we should look at some s- statistics. Because okay. statistics are good, right? So in 2019, 39% of adults had low back pain. 36.5% had lower limb pain, and 30.7% had upper limb pain over a three-month period. Yeah. The bulk of those people that had that pain were age 65 or older. Yeah. So, just, you know, just so we're all on the same yeah. all on the same page. And then there were other yeah. things that contributed to, like, low back pain. Like, people who had low socioeconomic status were much more likely to have low back pain than people who didn't. Yeah, so. they're working too hard. They're working too hard. And just, again, for a point of reference, 16.8% of the U.S. population is 65 or older. Yeah. Just so, so you know. Yeah, it's like dying. You know, 300 million people, 2 million are going to die. What are the odds? And of, of that 2 million, 48,000 are going to die by gun death. What are the odds? Right, right. So then let's look at some stats from athletics. Because, you know, so we've got the general population, so we just talked yeah. about. In baseball, there was this big longitudinal study that was done from like, I think it was years 2007 to 2019. So in baseball, you know, know, when you say longitudinal, you got to tell people it's over a long term. 
<laughs> so I can't means. just that's, use the word. This, yes, that's a crazy. That, like you use that word, you know, it just means over a long period. Over a long period of time. So in baseball, what they found was 4.69 players per 100 had a low back injury. 3.84 out of 100 had a hamstring injury. 3.45 out of 100 had a knee injury. And 3.43 had a shoulder injury. Which was interesting to me because you think of baseball with all the throwing, but I guess the only one that's throwing a ton is actually the pitcher. Well, let's look at it two ways. Let's look at it two ways. Pitcher and the catcher. Right. And look at all those shoulder, look at all those programs out there people are using to sell healthy shoulders. Targeting baseball. Targeting baseball. Baseball, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> these guys throw a ton, you know. And then you, you say, okay, well, let's look at it this way. It, a pitcher is warm. Right. Because he's active. A catcher is warm because he's throwing back and forth. Oh, good point. The outfielder get a ball and got a rifle it down home. He ain't warmed up anymore. Right. He has no problems. Yeah. I, I, I saw a video the other day and, and the guy, he was throwing a ball and his arm was totally sideways. Mm. He let that ball. It wasn't, it wasn't close to what optimal mechanics. Throw, yeah, when these guys throw, they throw to get the job done. Right. Whatever that takes, that's what they do. But I think, once again, people don't understand how resilient the body is to help you accomplish your task. There's protection built in already. Right. You know? uh, uh, but, but think about that, that. That the one they should study is the outfielder who has been doing nothing, been doing nothing, been doing nothing. Then all of a sudden, ball comes, guys run, I got to throw them out. Rifle yeah. at home. No problem at all. Good point. You know, the pitcher, like, yeah, that's me. Of course, if you do something a thousand times, something's going right. to go bad. You know, well, you, right, your chances be, go up, right? Because you're doing a lot of it. So, like, you know. Yeah, you're doing a lot, like anything else. The more you drive, the more chances are what? You might get in an accident. Yeah. The more you eat, the more chances of what? You might swallow, you might choke on something. It just, the totally. more you do it, the odds go. True. You know, which is why when you buy car insurance, what do they gauge you on? How many miles are you going to drive a year? Because they know what? The more miles you drive, the chances are they got to pay out a claim on you. So they charge yeah. you more. Right. You know? But that's not how like any of these fitness gurus are looking at it. No, they're, they're injury gods. They're not fitness gurus. Injury gods. Injury gods. Well, we're going to look at a couple. We're going to look at two more sports with the same data. So now we have basketball. Now, the basketball guys are not faring as well as the baseball guys. 13.82 out of 100 have an ankle injury. 13.37 out of 100 have a knee. And 6.77 out of 100 have a back. Yeah, but yes, they're also hasn't... they're also playing more minutes per game than the baseball players. Well, not only that, you ever see a guy when he dunks and falls on the floor? Oh yeah, they get knocked. They get knocked down. <laughs> they they get knocked down. That's that's that. You get knocked down. You get twisted. You get bumped in the air. They bump in the knees. They step on somebody's foot. Twist their ankle. Is they're not playing in bubbles? True. Yeah. Isn't that that's an old school song? Chumbawamba. You get knocked down. You get back up again. <laughs> <laughs> they do it, but that's and they. And they climb, you know, with, with, with like, like they're not slowing down. Right. You know, you're fouling people, you're hacking people, you're hanging on people, you know, you, you, you're contorting yourself while in the air, you know, that's, and that's what they don't, it, it, it's amazing. They don't get hurt more because, right. you know, we think about the volleyball thing I was going to send you, how she's using her leg to anchor herself. To, so the arm has something to put this, because we talk about this energy, where is it going? Well, it's going right. to go to the ball, but what's the extra going? Well, it's going to her leg as it braces for this thing. 
So a lot of times with basketball players, they don't have that option. They're in the air free, you know, things are. Yeah. So, so yeah, but, but once again, you know, you have people out there as soon as they, you know, sprain an ankle, I got this ankle, I got this ankle prevention program. Yes. And again, it's still a relatively small percentage. We have 13% of players are likely to have this injury incidence. Yeah. But what are people, what are people told though? If all you're seeing is injury, 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 you know, when's the last time we heard about a player like he, he, he didn't miss a game this year. Well, that's what I always go looking for. I'm like, who are the people that aren't getting hurt? Because I'm curious, right? Because all you hear about is the ones that are getting injured. Right, 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 right. Well, that's like in the running business. Who's giving out injury prevention advice? People that are hurt. It's true. It's the most crazy. Like, like, don't you think you might want to talk to a person that's not hurt? Well, and you look at someone like Kipchoge, who's, I believe he's 38. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Maybe he's 39. And he's been running professionally for years yeah Yeah. at a very high level right and i've never have you ever heard of an injury issue yeah no well you want to you want to hear something interesting this is what you this is the interesting part here because i was collecting data and this is just this is not a longitudinal study it's just you know (laughs) it's just in of in of one at my house (laughs) right right okay (laughs) okay (laughs) so so but it's collecting data it's collecting you know uh body weight data and everything on the faster run the body weight was low so so on the faster run the body weight became 3.3 times my body weight on the slower run was 4.4 whoa less input so so not not really less input in a sense because gravity's gravity still right but probably what's happening is uh um and also, also too, uh, taking more steps. Mm-hmm. Right. So the time in between is different. You don't have as, you know, so, so that becomes, you know, but it's, it, it was interesting data to see like, oh, I thought this would be higher on this side because of going faster, but no, it was lower. So that maybe that could be it too. If you look into it, that, that maybe, you know, slower people have higher, because who are these people hurt? You know? Right. It's not, it's not usually the guys that are winning. Right, 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 right. So I think that becomes some of it that going slow may actually, which is always my advocate, go faster. It's like you keep telling people, go faster. <laughs> you know, did they, did they study about, did, is, is there information on gymnasts, tennis players? They didn't have gymnasts or tennis players. The, the next one I had is football. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would be interested to see what the shoulder injury rate for tennis players is. What the knee injury rate for, for ankle because they do a lot of stopping, sliding around, you know, they do. sudden, sudden because they're reacting. So no telling what position they may they may be sliding this thing. I know, oh, the ball's coming back already. So I got this reaction and they just they just pull it off. Right. Well, I'll have to look that up actually for I can do a little recap on it for next episode. So for the football guys, they've got five point nine five out of a hundred for knee. 4.44 out of 100 for ankle and 3.45 out of 100 for concussion. Yeah. This is pretty low end. risk for. Yeah. For collisions. Like, yeah. Big collisions. But the injury guys out there telling you I could have, I could have been to 3%. Right. You know, and, and so they, and, and this is a, this is a funny thing. Once again, this is a funny thing. They can, they got to prevent 3%. Right. 
and they sell them to the people that's not even going to be in the three percent. So there's a big part of this too, right? Like, because they're starting. I used to go to a sports performance gym, yes. and I would see these young athletes, you know, starting middle school, starting in middle school, right, in there for injury prevention programs, yeah, and and performance enhancement. But you know, part of it was injury prevention. And how many of those are actually going to make it to the to even play college? You know. Well, it's not only that, you know, it's, it's what, let's, 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 let's look at high school sports, high school football, you know, even, you know, where we have, you have these large numbers. I mean, right. you got to think about it. There's only, I mean, think about it. There's only 28, 32 NFL teams. Right. Yeah. 20, something like that. 28 basketball teams, you know, yeah. how many college, but let's let the high school level. High school has right. hundreds and hundreds of athletes playing these sports yeah you know uh and so that you would think they would study that data you know to say hey but once again if you got a million people playing a sport and three percent get hurt that's the numbers are not but they got you convinced that it's like everybody's getting hurt right well and even with the general population numbers okay so we've got 36 percent. that's that seems like a lot but then again when you break it down and you look at it a large proportion of those are over the age of 65. So yeah. maybe what we should be doing is focusing on getting those people to move more, giving them more access to, you know. Well, well, you know, even that there, you know, it's it's funny. I'm still going to say they need to move faster. But uh, I was walking by a pickleball court the other day, and I'm looking at mm -hmm. the size of it. And I'm like, you don't have to move to play this game. Although it's super funny. So I know people who play pickleball and the amount of people, younger people that end up with knee injuries from pickleball is shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're not really, you, you kind of just, but I think that's the, the certain jerks is the problem. Yeah. Cause you really confined in a space, uh, you know, at this point in time, you look at the space you're confined in, it's really small. And right. so you got, you got, you got jerk movements happening to stay within the confines of the space, you know, and they have funny, like, you know, you know, one thing about like ping pong, you know, what's, what's funny about ping pong, they're not confined by space. No, they use the whole, like they'll use way behind they're the table. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and I think that helps them out a lot because they're not confined. They don't have walls confining them. They don't have right. a, a court confining them. One of you guys is table and I can move. I can go on that side and hit the ball. If I, if I, if I knew how to hit a wicked curveball shot, a oh, boomerang yeah. shot, I can go on his side, hit it back and let it cross the net. You, you're not confined. I think, you know, and like other sports, they need to study that, I, you know, like badminton, same thing, high velocity sport. Right. You know, uh, when them guys play, and but once again, they're not confined. And that may be something to look at, you know, confinement. Well, because not confined, it seems like, and I could be mistaken, but it seems like if you don't confine people to a space, the, the rotations are going to be more complete, won't they? Well, I, I think also, too, you can go faster. Yes. I think when you're not confined to a space, you have you have the ability to go faster versus right. hurting jerk movement. Right. You know, even within, you know, you take, you take, you know, even like a soccer field is, is larger than a football field. Right. But you're trying to go faster. Uh, 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 but I think that that becomes some of it too, is that you got this, these, these, hurt and jerk movements and stuff that may be the issue as I try to, you know, even like in soccer, what do they do? They can run out of bounds as long as the ball stay in bounds. Right. Football, you can't go out of bounds. Basketball, you can't go out of bounds, come back in. So, yeah. so I think that may be some of the issues is, is confinement as we try sense. to contort to stay within the confines of this area 
you know, which is why I say with tennis, it would be interesting. But tennis is not confined either because you can slide off the court. You don't right. have to. You know, so I think it would look at more like, you know, what are the confinement issues? Baseball's confined. You got the fence, you got the wall, you got, you know, you yeah. confined to these areas and stuff like that. So I think that'd be a better issue to look at is is how does confinement, you know, factor in injuries. That would be interesting. And it would it would change things, it yeah. seems. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you look at even like, you know, hand volleyball, not hand volleyball, but you look at some of the sports they're playing now, like, like, like uh, you know, you're watching the guys play you know, soccer, volleyball, in a sense, mm-hmm. where where they're not playing with their hands, they're playing with their feet. Right. They the ground, yeah. fall back down to the ground, you know. So so it, it's, it's falling the issue? I don't think falling is the issue. It doesn't seem to be. I, from what I've observed, a lot of, especially high-level athletes, they understand how to fall to extend the collision, to do all the things that we've talked about. So it doesn't seem like that's as big of a factor as you might think, you know? Right. Right, right, right. So, yeah, so it's like, huh. So I think, but once again, you know, I, I'm still trying to figure out why these people come out and say they can prevent these injuries. Well, and I've got some doozies. So some marketing strategies. So I looked up, first of all, exercises for low back pain, and I turned up 359 million results on Google. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So there's a lot of people out there saying they, they've got the exercise cure for your low back pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, which is amazing. So some of the marketing strategies I found, and I just went to a couple of websites of systems I'm familiar with, is one person says, say goodbye to chronic pain with with name of the system, your path to lasting relief. Yeah. Is your path. We also have the, the more mobile a person is, the more they are able to maximize their movement potential safely, efficiently, and effectively. The system also acts to bulletproof or safeguard your joints so that movement can be executed safely, as though movement is not executed safely on a regular basis. Right, 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 right. And but but once again, you know, um, you know, like some usually when you sprain ankle because you stepped in somebody else's foot. Right. How do you prevent that? Or you stepped in a rabbit hole. How do you prevent right. that? Right. You know, because because if, if you saw it, you wouldn't step in it. Yeah. You know, so it's those type of things that you go, yeah, you know, or, you know, when somebody arm goes out, whatever the case may be, you know, uh, and, and we don't know, like I said, we don't know the full history of activity. Right. You know, like, like I could have been arm wrestling last night and then I throw my arm out today. Yeah. But you never knew I was arm wrestling. Right. But the mechanics, and I, I like when they show you a picture, they show you a still frame. Yes. They show you a still frame and say, look, at this is bad. Like, what is bad? And you don't, again, you don't know where someone is going or where they've come from with a still frame. Yeah. 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 You have no idea what happened before and after anything like that. You know, that's like, but, but once again, I think too, you know, uh, um, like I said, you know, before about, you know, when I, when I hurt my, my, my ligament at my pelvis, pubis bone, Uh you know, and it's like, I kind of know how I hurt it, you know, but I also learned what it did. Right. You know, um, and, and even like the other day I was doing some stuff and I and I realized that, oh, you know, like with jumper's knee, it isn't the landing that's hard. It isn't the landing, it's the takeoff. Mm, okay. You know, it's, it's, it's a more the takeoff is the issue more than the landing, you know. But then you look at people like gymnasts or ballerinas who hyperextend on takeoff, you know. Right. And, and everything. But what they don't do is why can't they get away with it? Because the upper body isn't leaving the system. That that yes. look at that joint is getting stretched out. 
you know, it's getting tight, but the upper body isn't pulling away as it's stuck on the ground. So in other words, the upper body's not expanding, right? Right. It's staying right. compressed, compressed with the rest of that. Okay. Right, right, right. So you have to look at some things like that and everything, just the different jump dynamics of these different things. It's like, why? how can you lock out your knee like that and that can hurt? You right. Know? But then somebody else has jumper knee. You know, so when did, when did the, you know, and if you look at their landings, you know, look at gymnasts and ballerinas, they land on one leg, you know, knees, or, you know, so, so you have to look at, yeah. you have to look at other factors in there. But once again, you know, to show a picture and, and say, this is why this, this is going to cause an injury. Like, what is, what are you talking about? And people say, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, and it was funny, like, and the people saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't even throw. Right. The people that are saying, yeah, 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 don't run, don't throw, don't jump, don't do anything. It's the people right. on the sidelines that are saying, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. You know, because I don't think the buying population of injuries is large enough to sustain the industry. Well, although, although the way they talk, you think that it might be. I don't know. 3% is enough to sustain an uh, industry. It's got to be other well, people you're selling to. But, well, that's what happens, right? So what happens is these programs come out my observation again i've been in the industry a long time these programs come out that are targeted towards and, athletes and I, and, and I haven't <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying <laughs> uh you you have but I, I work with general population you work with athletes so we've got this you know so what happens is these programs come out targeting an athlete's problem here is how i'm going to bulletproof your joints for instance that system in particular so well, yeah, go to the athletes, other ones too about you know, prepare your tissues. I'm going to prepare oh, right. your tissues. Totally. Yeah. Right. So, so this is, this is for athletes, athletes, but then like general population, people that train general population or work with general population, they're like, well, maybe this will help my clients too. So then yeah. suddenly those people start kind of latching onto these ideas. And then you have 359 million Google results for exercises for. Pain. Yeah. 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 No, it, it's crazy. Yeah. That, um, People, like I said, are buying into this and they're not in it, you know, and right. and, and and I think we just saw some recent reports too, where injuries are going up with all this prevention stuff. I know that's been nuts to look at some of that. Re- some and, of that data nobody, is coming out and, and nobody's calling these guys out like, well, how come injuries are going up if you're doing such a great job? Right. It's like the psychic hotline again. You didn't know I was calling. You should be <laughs> as soon as you pick up the phone, you should be telling me everything. Hey, Mr. Bar, how you doing today? I, I know the dog died last week, you know. <laughs> Did your dog die last week? No. Okay. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> oh, that's know. funny. They don't know. <laughs> you know? So, so yeah. But that, but like I said, they got these guys. Like I said, as soon as these guys get hurt, especially somebody famous get hurt. Oh, I told you, bad mechanics, bad mechanics. And, and once again, these elite athletes, how can we apply general pop movement pattern to elite athletes? And vice versa. How can we apply elite athlete movement patterns to a ge- to a general population person? Well, you can go that way because we know, like anything else, we know this is a high level. If they can do this right. at a high level and, 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 and sustain this, then how can we, yes, how can we do apply this to general pop? But we've been going the other way. We take general pop stuff and apply it like, like, like I said, if you used to running at 10 miles an hour, and you're trying to prevent somebody from getting hurt just running at 40 miles an hour. But I've ran at 40. That's like driving. You know, you can't drive a car 10 miles an hour. Tell somebody to take a curve at 80 miles an hour. Right. 
but I can tell you 80 miles an hour, hey, this is a 10 mile curve, this is how you might want to. We did we go on the road? Yeah, at the high level they should be. It's like, yeah, we can learn from them. But the other yeah. way around, nah. You know, but once again, you know, you have to figure out like 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 even like you say, jumping around. You know, people like like right. that's one of the popular programs now is landing mechanics. Oh, and right. You see these you see these 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 professionals do what? Land on one leg, two legs, land on the toe, yeah. they do all kinds of crazy stuff, you know. Uh uh, but why? First of all, they're moving fast. Second of all, they're not worried about the fall. Yes. Now you take General Pop, and what do we tell General Pop? Slow down. Well, and everything, I shouldn't say everything. A lot of what's taught with general population is how to control everything. So you're trying to control every aspect of the movement. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't real life, you know? No, no. And now I'm, I'm slowing down, and I want to control everything. That's it. Right. So, so now that's the person driving 10 miles an hour in the fast lane, talking about going yeah. around me. <laughs> yeah. so yeah but that's all yeah I, I never understood like you said how do people come out and just claim i could prevent this and you don't know nothing about this person don't know what they've been doing you know could have got stung by a bee and, and, the, and the injury is the tendon breaking down because uh, it was allergic to the bee sting right who knows? or they who knows? or they could have had a really crappy night's worth of sleep and right right you know. who knows who knows yeah. well it was funny i was watching i was watching this show I was watching this show and it was funny. Uh, they was talking about how they got these guys on their knees, you know, <laughs> and they got them on their knees forever. And, they, and the guy comes in and he's trying to shake them up. He says, "You know why? You know why they keep people on their knees like this?" And he said, "Because those blood circulating to the lower limb. So if you get and try to run, you'll fall." Mm. So how many people have done something where there's no blood circulating to this part of the, you know? Right. And then yeah. you get up and move, and next thing you know, oop, tweak some. I have a client who sat on the plane from London. And and woke up the next morning with a little bit of sciatica, and I yeah. was watching her. I was watching her move, and I'm like, "Well, you're not bending your knee at all." Yeah. And you know, I'm sure you know you you were in a weird position, like you're saying, blood flow not going to the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think even like when I fly or when I'm in a car or something like that, the best thing I found out to do is is keep your feet moving to keep blood pumping back up the system. Yeah. You know, so so yeah. I even saw somebody somebody they can prevent varicose veins. I'm thinking like, what? So funny. You know, like how are you gonna prevent varicose veins? Like, but and, and when they get a description of varicose veins, you go, ah, oh, that's not it though. Right. You know, they they gonna strengthen the valves. Like, how are you gonna strengthen that valve? How you don't even have access to that thing? How are you gonna? Right. Veins and arteries are not the same. No. <laughs> Now, do you think, though, that understanding how to complete rotations, that that's beneficial for people? I guess it would enhance performance, right? Well, I, I think it's the whole thing. Complete rotations take away the hurt and jerk. Right. You know, and you have a natural deceleration pattern. Right. You know, so you have these natural deceleration patterns. You take away the hurt and jerk, you know, and I think that's a lot of what's happening is 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 you get the herky jerky stuff. Hmm. You know, and you get these, you get these, you know, violent decelerations. Right. You know, just like we know up like down leg stuff that, that the down leg is better for deceleration. Yeah. And they got to try and try people trying to decelerate on up leg and down leg. Well, that one doesn't really like to do that. Right. You know, or you go with TMP stuff. If you want to slow down, stop the P from happening. Right. Because the T just collapse, 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 but the P makes you go. Right. So if you stop the P from happening, you'll stop much easier than trying to stop your heat heels and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
So a lot of it comes, like I said, a lot of it comes into, you know, what are we teaching athletes as we try to, to make them better, you know, and then you get general pop just trying to do these things to become better with, because everybody told general pop the athletes, no, you're not, you're general pop. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you go out there, whatever, you can go out there and we used to call weekend warriors. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we can, you, 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 and then you go play softball on the weekends or you go play yeah. flag football on the weekends and go about your business. You don't yeah. do anything in between, you know? Uh, uh, and then they used to get hurt, you know, right. but they get hurt because they didn't do anything or did they get hurt because they try to hurt and jerk movement. Right. Which is the body says, ah, we're not ready for that. You know, even like on warming up, you know, uh, you can only go as fast as system ready to go. Yes. You know, and if something happens, you know, we, we forget too, like how hormones come in, you know, if, why all of a sudden, if you scare me at nighttime, I go from zero to 60, just like that. Cause yeah. as soon as you scare me, what happened? Hormones kick in, this kick in, this kick in, this kick in, all these systems kick in, get you to do what you need to do. Right. You know? And, and so if you look at athletes, what do they have? They, they probably have a lot of this hormonal things going on, you know, as a way in the outfield for the ball to come kind of excited, da 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 da. So yeah. they do these things, you know. Or what do I see? Once again, I, I hit the ball and I'm trying to, you know, get the third base. So I got this hormones kicking in. Well, right. I'm excited because what? As a fielder, I'm like, oh, you're not going to make that. So I got these hormones to kick in to allow me to do this performance thing without hurting myself. Right. GP's trying to perform without the hormones. I it's true because a lot of fitness settings are just aren't that exciting. No. So the alertness no, isn't there and the arousal isn't there to optimize performance. Right. Right. Even even some is lifting away, you know. Yeah. But that's what you see in the high end gyms, too, with the big guys. They, they hike. Oh, yeah. They're aroused. They're, like, they're aroused. Yeah. Ah, you know, so that helps out, you know, when you're trying yeah. to push this kind of weight and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you're in a quiet setting, you're trying to push heavy, you know. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think that's, that's a lot of the state of what keeps, you know, some folks is, is the arousal. That'd be interesting too, is, is, is play arousal music, not arousal that way, but arousal and alert. They've, they've started to play with that a little bit. There's actually like a, a researcher that's found the tempo that's yeah. the, the beat of the music that optimizes performance levels. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, like I said, I tried that in my master's program, but technology was bad. Right. You know, technology, computers, you know, at that point in time, if you, if you have 500 megabytes in a computer for memory, you was doing something. That's what happens and, when and, you and, go to, when you go to graduate school in, you know, the 1990s. Yeah. Oh, you know, you're cracking jokes about, <laughs> now you got more jokes. Okay. She got jokes. She got jokes today. Talk about she been there for a long time. Like I just started this yesterday. So, but I, I think, you know, for people, for people, you know, they need to, you know, once again, what environment are you in? Just like, right. you know, what do we know about gun getting shot by a gun? Well, most likely getting shot by a gun. Who gets shot by guns? People that own guns. Right. So that, so if you don't own a gun, that decreases your odds already of being shot, killed by a gun. You yeah. know, uh, what's the next fact? People that you know. So if the people that you know around, you don't have guns, that, that decreases that factor again. You know, and then what's the next thing we know? Bad neighborhoods, you know. So 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 it's relatively easy to say, hey, I, it, it, it's not foolproof. Right. I can't guarantee, but my odds, you know. Yeah. So now we go back to the other side. Are these guys saying the odds are going to improve? Are you not getting hurt? I don't think this. I don't think that's the case either. 
That does not seem to be the verbiage they're using. And, and, and the difference between those two situations is I know right. that owning a gun, that's a fact. Owning a gun, chances are if you have guns in the household, somebody might get shot by that gun. Yeah. They can't, they don't know why. Once again, we know why these people are getting shot. We know why these people are, we know why. We can track right. it to this here. You know, we, we don't know why people are getting hurt. Big, big, big difference again. Yeah. So it's hard to avoid anything, prevent anything when you don't know why in the first place. That's a bad neighborhood. You might you might get robbed if you go in that neighborhood. So stay out of it. Totally. You know, I mean, that's like me and my phobia about, about being robbed. If I go into 7-Eleven, too many people get in line, I leave. If I go into the bank and it's a long line, I leave. I'm like, somebody here might be a bank robber today. I'm out. <laughs> Is that foolproof? Not even close. <laughs> Is that preventive? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> But it makes you feel better, which it I guess me... we could say that too. Like if some of these programs, like if some of these like protocols make someone feel better, that's not a bad thing, right? Yeah. Now, if you can, now, 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 you know, we can give you a little bit more confidence, play at a higher level. Okay. I, okay. If, yeah. And, 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 and once again, a placebo effect, whatever works, works. Right. You know, if you believe, you know, eating a batter Tabasco sauce will help you play better than eat it. Totally. I've always if, been of that mindset. Yeah. If it ain't going to kill you, do it. Yeah. So, so yeah, but like I said, so yeah, so once again, people, if you want to buy these programs, buy them. We're not saying that, yeah. you know, but when you get hurt, then what are you going to do? Right. You know, then what are you going to do? You know, so, so yeah, it's always crazy. But I, like I said, I don't know how, like I said, slick marketing campaigns, you know, we're going to, we're going to, yeah. we're going to put words in there, you know, uh, 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 that, that, like I said, you know guarantee you know like and i said if you train you're training so you don't want to get hurt that's that's part of increasing your skill level so you don't get hurt totally so yeah that's all i got though all right did you have any Thanks. more no that was that was kind of where i was hoping that would go that was good <laughs> uh, we have some things coming up though right uh yeah we got the book club coming up Got a book club. So if you read Let Me Introduce You or you want to read Let Me Introduce You, you can join yeah. us. And it's on Tuesday nights, right? Tuesday mornings. Tuesday mornings. See, I wonder about it. See, it's Tuesday mornings. Make sure I'm Tuesday there. mornings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we got, got Las Vegas coming up. We got Las got Vegas Las coming Vegas. up. Yeah. So you can January see us. Yep. See us in action along with three other amazing practitioners. Is it three now? I think so. Don, Chris, and Matt, and then you okay. and I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did there's five of us total. Did we, did we increase the numbers? <laughs> <laughs> like I think I know who's going. Yeah, and then yeah. there's rumors we're going to be in Europe. No, that's not a rumor. I'm buying a ticket. Ain't no mm -hmm. rumors. <laughs> we're in Europe in April sometime. The dates are not confirmed yet, but April sometime we're going to be in Europe. Yes. Yes. So come check us out if you want. It. Yeah. Again. Yeah, we got the running book person. coming out. We got the running book coming out. We've got the running book coming out. There will be more details on that soon, hopefully. Yes. All right. Until next week. Have fun. All right. Thanks.